don't know me yet. High School Holla. Here it comes. Holla, Chicago! Welcome to another Saturday edition of the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, repping for the Mendel Monarchs and all of my great classmates from the grass of 88. Welcoming those of you from across Chicago and all the surrounding areas that just got hit with a bunch of snow. It's the best show in Chicago for high school sports. Have to give big hollers out to my broadcast brothers, the Bigs, doing big things in the Chi-Town sports scene. Much love for those brothers. Also, the Warson Robinson photographer with the Chicago Sun-Times does an awesome job at all the athletic events he attends. A good friend of ours, too. We also have big hollers out to Desire Wheeler from CPS Sports Administration. She is the athletic director of elementary school sports, taking the time to meet with us and explain the structure of elementary school athletics. We encourage everyone, if you have an elementary school event in your area, go out and show support to the babies who are the future shining stars of CPS athletics. We have to give big hollers out to those brothers and that sister. It's Black History Month, family, and we'll continue to celebrate it as we do 365 a year, and we do it here on the H2S2 show by recognizing others like those brothers and their sisters from various areas of Chicago and media. Having a positive effect on the sports scene in Chicago, which is our way of molding the future beyond February. On today's show, we leave things off with a first round of games in the Public League Boys Basketball City Playoff, which was a good one. It was the mentor versus the mentee from North Lawndale High School. We have the recap for you. We also bring you up to date on the scores from the first two rounds of the boys basketball city playoffs and how the quarterfinals elite eight breaks down a few weeks back we covered the public league boys bowling city championships well we have the divas taking over the lanes we bring you the girls bowling city championships for the public league that plus much more remember we love to hear from you on our social media networks on facebook twitter and snapchat at urban field house also, like the High School Holler Sports page on Facebook. Give us a thumbs up. National Signing Day is here. And we were invited out to Signing Days. A student athlete, if you're out there having a signing day somewhere, we'd love to come out and celebrate with you. Holler at us directly with the details on any of our social media links and we'll come out and celebrate with you. We recently attended another signing day this week at Lynn Blue Math and Science Academy, home of the Eagles. They had a few student athletes headed to the next level of life in academics and athletics. We were blessed to be invited to share in this celebration of these two awesome student athletes, their family, coaches, and the principal. Take a listen to what a proud moment this was. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show. We're here at Limbloom High School for the signing of two more football players from the Eagles program. And I'm joined now with the principal of Limbloom. Hi, my name is Wayne Beavis. Principal Beavis, how great of a moment is this for Limbloom? Oh, it's huge. For I mean, for these two young men in general, it's, it's a life-changing event. So not only do they continue their passion of sports and football specifically, but then they have the academic door and pathway open for them. Um, and that is just awesome for them. For the, for the school as a whole and our athletic programs, um, I was just talking to Coach Presley. His coach has been with us for three years now, and he's turned our program around. And the hope is that these type of events and our student success drive more success, both from recruitment for new players, but also the attention that our program gets from other colleges, especially D1 colleges, so that more of our students can take their talents from here to the college classroom to the college field. What can you tell us about these two young men? They are just exemplary young men. Uh, it's not just on the field. They're not just athletes. They're star scholars. And in general, they're really good people. They care about their friends. They care about their, the others in the school. The seventh grader in the building is lost. They're there to help. They're the role models for their peers. They're the role models for their team. And they inspire their team. So all the players that are here are looking up to them and saying, I want to be just like them. And if I'm an eighth grader looking for a place to come for high school, why Limbler? 
I mean, specifically around sports, all of our athletes are student athletes. So they're great in the classroom, so we guarantee them a great education, but on top of that, strong athletic programs that they can excel in and they can take their dreams of not just watching TV and saying, I want to be like them, but actually developing the skills here so they can be like them. Principal Beavis, we thank you for having us sharing this moment with these young men. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. High School Holla. We're here with one of the star cornerbacks of the Limbloom Eagles football team going to the next level, Tennessee State University. None other than Lee Watts. Talk about how great of an experience this is for you. You're going to the next level. Me and uh, Josh Musis dream about you know, going D1 since we was in eighth grade, and uh, that was always the goal. Like I know if everybody know, like follow the football world, it's like clothing lines, D1 bound, and stuff like that. So we just always been uh, thinking about that, and uh, we've just been enjoying the recruiting process. We've seen it happen to many of our friends, many of our teammates, and we just uh, thanking God that it don't happen to us. So uh, we're feeling real blessed right now. Talk about this Limbloom football program. How great of an experience it was for you this year. Coach Presley and Limbloom football is one of the most underrated uh, football programs in the state of Illinois. What he does here, he came in three years ago, and what he does here is amazing with the kids, with the culture, like how he just uplifts the kids, and he's a player's coach uh, 100%. He's the type of coach he's going to get you better, and his goal is he doesn't, everybody wants championships, but his main goal, and you know it from the uh, start, is uh, to get all his players in college. So uh, that's what I like about that. And next year, we got a lot of good names coming back, you know, Evan Gates, D1, Ian, we have a lot of a lot of, a lot lot of of kids uh, who have college potential, D1 potential, so everybody who's graduating next year, you should be um, see them signing, same February 7th next year. Malik, for those current student-athletes who are going to be in the same situation, talk about your process and what you had to go through in choosing Tennessee State. Uh, what I had to go through, it was tough, it was tough, it was coming down to the wire, I was it was coming in late, a lot, a lot of schools wasn't really talking to me, so you know, you gotta get nervous, but uh, I just never lost hope, and um, I always kept praying, I kept talking to my dad right here and uh, I talked to my grandparents and everything and I just never lost hope just keep praying everything if you keep God first it, you, everything is going to come right through it's going to fall through so uh, it might not happen when you want it but it's, it's always a blessing to be in this position so yeah and we have dad right here let's get a, a word from dad dad how proud of you of this moment for Malik man I'm uh, what they call in old school I'm honeymoon happy and peacock proud uh, I'm especially proud because um, my dad graduated from this school to see him be able to come here and do well. Never been any, not one ounce of trouble. Uh, Malik, he swam. He was a Jesse White tumbler. I brought him 10 drum sets. But this football thing is the only thing that he does been 100%. And I didn't know how good he was until I started visiting colleges with him. And they started talking about, Dad, he can't only just get a degree when he leaves here. Y'all might be sitting at that other table. He may be going broke. And I was like, okay, well, that's y'all tell everybody that. But I am so proud of him. So he's going to be a man man uh, when his mom got ill uh, five years ago and he didn't let that take him out the game made him stronger so I'm proud of him I'm, I'm thankful to God for keeping him and protecting him thank him for the coaches that he had to see this it is truly amazing and a testament to the staff here the coaching staff and to what God can do with these kids from Inglewood I love it I love it Malik what do you want to say not only to the Limbloom Eagles fans but some of your classmates who came out here and supported you on this tremendous day I think this was a, a day for them too. I just want to thank everybody who came because everybody who came, they've been here with me since I came here. Some people I know since I've been going in third grade, so I feel like it's a it's a celebration for them too. I just want to thank everybody for supporting me throughout uh, all the tough times, like Coach Presley said, and uh, we just finally see uh, you know what all the hard work has done for us and everything. So I just want to thank everybody for coming. Malik, one last word. What do you want to tell the Tennessee State Tigers? Oh, man, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to get out to Nashville, man. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. High School Holla. And I'm joined with Joshua Bufkin. Joshua, man, congratulations on your signing. Tell everybody where you decided to go. I'm going to Davidson College in North Carolina. I'm a major in computer science, and hopefully that sets me up for the rest of my life. Talk about this moment. What are you feeling right now? Uh, just a lot of joy, a lot of joy, uh, a lot of happy faces around, you know, I'm thankful for all the support. Um, it was a long journey and we worked hard and finally got what we deserve. Talk about the Limbloom football season. Um, it's, it's definitely one to remember, you know, senior year, you know, you always want it to be your most memorable. And I think we did exactly that. We all had big years. Uh, it was it was fun along the way. We got a lot of wins and we shared a lot of memories. Talk about the process you had to go through. What was it like? 
Uh, it was it was a lot of waiting, a lot of waiting and praying, uh, to say the least. Uh, but w when it finally came, you know, I couldn't be more excited. I went on a visit, instantly fell in love, and I signed. I'm going to take a moment to talk to your parents right now. How great of a moment is this, not only for him, but for you guys as well? This is amazing. This has been his dream since he was, like, real young. And just to see him work hard and work hard not only on the field but in the classroom, he got everything he wanted. He's going to a good school and a D1 school playing football. It's been a wonderful ride for us, you know, coming to all the games, you know, the academics that they instilled in him and, and, and taking him to the next level. We're just so excited and thankful, you know, and proud of our son so much that, you know, it's just re really overwhelming right now. <laughs> when we talked about the process for him, what was the process like for you guys as parents? Oh, man, sometimes it was like, man, I can't wait for the season to be over. You know, I'm tired of all the traveling around, all the, you know, going to the camps and the visits. I'm like, man, he better hurry up and decide somewhere. You know, I'm quite tired of this. So, <laughs> But, you know, it was nerve-wracking for a while. Like, man, what is going on? And y'all hearing anything? You know, we've been here, been here. But, you know, once we got to Davidson, you know, we toured the campus, you know, felt the love of the coaches. We just fell in love with the school, so that's where he decided to go. I think for me, as a mom, I just wanted him to um, be happy wherever he went, but also keep his eye on the academics as well as the playing on the field. And so I was just overjoyed when we went to Davidson, where he could be actively be strong and do his work on the field. What do you want to say to the Lim Blue Math and Science fans who supported you throughout your high school career? Man, just, just a big thank you. You know, it was definitely a lot of energy at the games. You know, it, that definitely pushed us through a lot of games, especially like the close ones came down to the last minute, you know, but they made it great for us. You know, the atmosphere couldn't ask for anything better. And what do you want to say to those Davidson Wildcats? And what do you want to say to the Wildcats fans? Exactly that, that I'm coming. You know, um, I expect to make a big impact my freshman year, and for those four years, they're they going to know the name, Joshua Buston. All right, congratulations, y'all. Thank you. High School Holla. And I'm joined now with the head coach of the Eagles football, Coach Justin Preston. Talk about these two young men, Malik and Josh. Uh, these guys are uh, incredible leaders, vocal captains on our team. They were uh, they were both voted team captain by our team uh, um, together, and uh, they've really pushed our football team for the past three years. Uh, really proud of, of both of them. I can't say enough about their athletic ability. Uh, they, they're very persistent and, and getting better every single day. Even after the season ended, they've been really persistent in trying to get ready for college, waiting for a school to sign with them because they... Uh, they, they weren't getting as, as many offers for a while and then just started getting them, but they, you know, they were really persistent in, in, in keeping the hard work up, working to earn those moments. It's obvious the Limbloom Eagle football program is going to new heights. Talk about what the signing of now three young men means for your program. Uh, it, it, it means just that we are a program now. You know, when I got here, I, we were a football team, and I wanted us to be a football program. I want the, the you saw the sign up there. The process starts here. It's a process. We're, you come to Limbloom, we're going to work with you for four years, and we're going to make you a college player. Our kids are going to go to the next level somewhere, and I tell them every day, you know, you have that chance too. You just got to put the work in. We have great coaches around us. The administration is just backing us. We're, we're getting the support we need from the, the alumni, and, and it's just a great place to be right now. If you're a 7th or 8th grader looking for a school, here this is the place to come. We have a program where now the community is involved, the parents are involved, and you've seen it at our home games. It's building. We're, we're getting it together, I and mean, there's a long way to go. Uh, we want to be the best football program in all of Chicago and all of the state. You know, we're not going to stop at, at three signees, you know, we're not going to stop at, at an 8-3 record. We want the best football program there is around. Congratulations, Coach, on the signing of these two, on the building of a, a football program. Of course, you know, the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show will definitely be covering the Limblu Math and Science Eagles. Thank you for inviting us. Appreciate it, Stephen. Thank you. High School Holler. Man, what a blessing it was to be out at Limblu Math and Science Academy to just be a part of that celebration. We also visited the Back of the Yards High School, home of the Bobcats, thanks to head football coach Seamus Murphy, their signing day, and we'll bring you that celebration of those two signees on next week. Congrats to all the signees across the city. Invite us out. We'll come. You see, we just a holler away, baby. Up next, it's our boys basketball game of the week featuring the Coralist Trojans versus the North Londale Phoenix. Our recap of this first round city playoff game is next on the High School Holler Sports Show. Come on. Hey, the Lord. Need life? Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 
South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. I'm Coach Hardy, coach of Perspective Math and Science Academy Wolves, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show, high school sports. Welcome back to the High School Island Sports Show. Time now for our boys basketball H2S2 Game of the Week review, brought to you by our friends at 100 Watt Lights. Gear and accessories with artwork designed with a positive message inspired to protect the children. You can find out more about them and their organization at their website, 100wattlights.org. This game of the week, we ventured to the city's west side for the first round of the Public League Boys Basketball City Championship. This first round matchup was between two coaches that know one another's styles and tendencies all too well. Coach Harvey Jones, former assistant at North Lindale High School, and his Corliss Trojans return home to go up against his mentor, Coach Lewis Thorpe, and the North Lindale Phoenix. Winner to advance and get one more step closer to the second round, the Public League City Basketball Championships. We talked with both coaches before the game to find out their feeling on this coach's reunion in the first round for a city championship. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey at our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week. First round of the Public League Boys City Playoffs. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Corliss Trojans, Harvey Jones. Talk about your team's season thus far. Give us an evaluation of how they've been. I think our guys are just turning the corner right now. They're peaking. They're playing good basketball. They're trying to get used to the CPS, I like playoffs and all that. This is new for them being successful. We're an up-and-coming program. We're just playing good basketball at this time. Today tips off the first round of the Public League basketball playoffs. How have you gotten prepared for a run at the city championship? It's been an emotional and a mental uh, challenge for the players and myself. I come from here. They know how passionate I feel about Lawndale. They know how passionate I feel about Thorpe Thorpe is a mentor to me, and it's just going to be a great game for the city of Chicago. Well, you draw North Lawndale Phoenix. What do you know about your opponent tonight? Wow. It's, like I said, it's like being at home. I coach here four years, and they understand me well, and I understand them well. Who are some of the players that we need to look out for that will be a key for the Corliss Trojan win tonight? I think George Condon is going to have a good game tonight. Deshaun Dyson and Kobe Bath. Those are some of our focal guys that really play hard. But we have some good guys, man, that's going to step up, that's going to come in and put up some good points and play some great defense. Coach, if you were to give your team a grade throughout the season to this point, what grade would you give your team today? I'm very proud of our team. I think I would give our team B+. We're working hard. All right, well, good luck, Coach, tonight, and we'll look to talk to you at the half. High School Holla. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Phoenix, Coach Lewis Thorpe, a great friend of the show. Coach, it's big time game tonight, and then you got a home field advantage. Yeah, so it seemed, but, you know, this is a good team. Uh playing against uh, a guy that used to be my assistant, and his assistant used to play for him. So this is going to be a battle. For those who have yet to see the, the Phoenix play, evaluate your team's overall season performance. Well, you know, we played the number two, three, four, and five best team in the city. So, you know, we've had some, we've been battle tested. So it's going to be uh, a chance to prove that we've gotten better. How have you gotten your team prepared for these playoffs right now? Well, we haven't done much different. You know, we just uh, try to practice hard, try to prepare mentally, and uh, I, I don't think we're going to do anything that well. A few things different because this guy knows all our plays because he used to be my assistant. But overall, we just pretty, pretty much did the same thing. Just to remind these guys that intensity is important. This is playoff basketball. Talk about that. You pull the cordless Trojans. Uh, you know them. They know you. What do you know about your opponent? 
Well, I know about the coach, and I know he's a good coach. I know he's going to come with some tricks, and you know I'm going to come with some tricks. They got one of the best players in the country, uh, the big fella. You know, we got our work cut out for us. Coach, who are some of the key players we need to keep our eye on for the Phoenix that could be key in a win today? Uh, Demetrius Douglas, David Forrest. Those will probably be our, our, our main two guys. Oh, London Stamps, our point guard. He's really been coming on strong. And I expect a lot from Jalen Thorpe, my son. I expect him to really, really play well for us today. Coach, I've been asking a lot of coaches involved in the city playoffs. If you had to give your team a grade from the start of the season to this point, what grade would you give the North Blondell Phoenix? Uh, C+. Plus. Good luck today, Coach, and we look to talk to you after that. Thank you. High School Holla. That was both coaches' thoughts, and now let's recap the first half of the game. The Coilers chosen win the jump ball, and after two minutes, put up their first points of the game, a three-pointer by senior Kobe Mapp. North Lindale Phoenix wouldn't score their first basket until 4.50 mark in the first quarter by Jalen Thorpe, the junior, followed by a strong quarter from senior Marquise Beckin, who led all scorers in the quarter with nine points. The Phoenix would lead the Trojans after one quarter, 13-6, as we head into the second quarter. The second quarter would start off with the Phoenix scoring first on a three-point play by junior Demetrius Douglas on a drive to the basket. But that was answered by junior Jashawn Dykes, who would come back with a point from charity stripe, hitting one out of two shots for the Trojans' first points of the second quarter. Things would then pick up for both teams as the pace and the defense would rise throughout the quarter. Junior Deshaun Dykes, after missing one at the free throw line, makes up for it as he bangs a three-pointer from the top of the key. The Phoenix would put in their big fella in the middle, 6'8 junior Zion Washington, who came up with two big blocks on the defensive end of the floor for the Phoenix setting up some runs. The Trojans, after those two blocks, would stop and pop for three. Senior Kobe Mapp taps into the Trojan outside game. The Phoenix answer as junior Jalen Thorpe comes down and tosses a three-pointer of his own to hold the lead for the Phoenix. The Trojans will look inside to their All-American center, senior George Condit, who scores on a drive inside the paint, pulling the Trojans within two of the Phoenix, 19-17, to 17, with 3.44 left in the half. Phoenix would get a quick two points from the line to maintain a four-point lead. After about a minute, senior Kobe Mapp drains his second three-pointer in the quarter to put the Trojans down by one, 21 to 20. That's when the big fella headed to Iowa State, stepped into the middle, and was swatting and knocking down the Phoenix shots with two big, tremendous blocks. The Trojan sophomore Antonio Glasgow would join into the scoring with an outside two to put the Trojans up by one, 22 to 21. With a minute 10 left in the first half of play, the Phoenix junior Demetrius Douglas would hold off the Trojan momentum with a big three-pointer. The Phoenix senior Rashad Hill would steal the inbounds pass following that play and drive it in with a dunk to increase the Phoenix lead to 6, 28 to 22. With 58 seconds, the Trojans' Deshaun Dykes hits for three to end the half as the Corliss Trojans trail the North Lindale Phoenix by four, 28 to 24. Here's halftime comments from both coaches, Harvey Jones and Lewis Thorpe. High School Holler. Steven Spiram's at the halftime of our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week, Corliss Trojans versus North Lindale Phoenix. I'm joined now with Harvey Jones, head coach of the Trojans. Coach, assess your team's performance in the first half. Not taking care of the ball right now. Very disappointed in our shot selection. Guys are being a little bit unselfish, not moving the ball. Uh, but this second half, we're going to try to move the ball a little bit better and be unselfish a little bit more. Just disappointed in just our decision making. Our decision making is not good today. It's like we're hesitant and uncertain about certain things. You just need to just be a little bit more aggressive and okay. just play coolest basketball. Okay, Coach, well, we'll talk to you after the game. Good luck in the second half. Join now with the head coach of North Lindell Phoenix, Coach Lewis Thorpe. How do you assess your team's performance in the first half? Well, you know, it's just goofy turnovers, too much in a hurry. Uh, but I thought we played okay. We're winning right now, and I saw some things that I think we can take advantage of. Well, right before you acknowledge your seniors, where did you go inside the locker room and tell this ball club? 
Just told him we got to be smarter. We got to get better spacing on offense, and we got to move the ball more. We, we're, we're, it's sticking too much. Any special adjustments for the second half? Yeah, one guy, number two, hit four three. We got to take that away. Good luck in the second half. Talk to you after the game. All right. High school holler. That was both coaches at the half. And after the break, more to come from the second half of our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week featuring the Corliss Trojans and the North Lawndale Phoenix on the High School Holla Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. High School Holla. Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our boys basketball game of the week brought to you by our friends at 100 Watt Lights. Remember, you can find out more about them and their effort to protect the children by visiting their website at 100wattlights.org. We head into the second half of play as the North Lawndale Phoenix lead the Corliss Trojans 28-24 to to start the third quarter. The Phoenix will get the ball as the first points of the half wouldn't hit the scoreboard until 6-24 when Trojan senior Kobe Mapp goes 1-for-2 from a trip to the charity line. Senior David Forrest would insert himself with some scores in the quarter with back-to-back drives, one ending in a monster dunk and the other on a steal and a score. At a three-pointer from senior Rashawn Hill, the Phoenix lead would increase by 10, 35-28 with 5-15 left in the third. The Trojans would battle back with quick drives from junior Gabriel Balsi and senior George Cundit, who took over and owned the rest of the quarter, scoring nine points to lead all scorers. The Phoenix would find themselves in foul trouble and would place the Trojans to the line and allow them to chip away at their lead, 35-29. to The last four minutes of the quarter would be a series of trade-offs and baskets as the teams would go back and forth and scoring, with junior Isaiah Thomas scoring on back-to-back drives to the basket with 18 seconds in the quarter. That would be answered in the last seven seconds by the Trojans' senior Kobe Mapp who pops a three-pointer to end the scoring in the third quarter. The North Lawndale Phoenix holding on to a two-point lead over the Corliss Trojans, 44-42, to start the fourth quarter. We would see the Trojans get their first lead of the game off of a three-point play for senior George Cundit to start the fourth. Now the Trojans are up by one, 45-44. Senior Landon Stamps of the Phoenix would answer on a strong drive to switch the lead back to the home team. This is how most of the quarter would play out between these two well-coached teams. Many of the baskets came from George Cundit for the Trojans and for the Phoenix was junior Demetrius Douglas as both of them scored eight points in the fourth quarter. It was the closing 34 seconds of this game that would decide who gets to advance to the second round of the Public League City Championships as both teams' defense would intensify. A foul would place Phoenix Jr. Jalen Thorpe at the line down by two. 57 to 59 and a chance to possibly force an overtime the first shot was good and the second shot would literally rim in and out the basket with 14.9 seconds left in this game family it was the longest 15 seconds in a game i've ever seen timeout balls going out of bounds great defense on both sides until a foul placed sophomore antonio glasgow on the line for two shots and to seal the victory for the trojans 
is up by one. 59-57. He hits one. And a desperate Phoenix three-point shot misses, sending the Corliss Trojans to advance to the second round of the Public League City Playoffs, beating the North Londale Phoenix by two, 60-58. Here's post-game interviews with both head coaches and our shining stars of the game from Corliss, seniors George Cundit, who led all scores with 19 points, 19 rebounds, and 7 block shots, and Kobe Mapp with 14 points and 4 steals in our H2S2 postgame. High School Holla. Stephen Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla's H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week. And what a good one it was. The Corliss Trojans defeat the North Lawndale Phoenix 60-58. to I'm joined now with the head coach of the Trojans, Coach Harvey Jones. And it went down to the wire, but your team showed some guts. North Lawndale is a great team. We know all year coming in that it's going to come down to a one-possession game. Lawndale is one of the best teams in the Red West and in the city. We just knew we had to come in and make some shots and just knew what we had to do. Talk about the tremendous player, George Condon, and your guard, Kobe Mapp. I think them two played a good two-man game. Can't give enough to George, just keeping the ball active and live. Kobe stepping up and wanting the ball means a whole lot to our program. He's one of our vocal leaders, and George can't say enough about him just playing hard every possession. These Trojans came out in the second half, down by four, and talk about the big play of Antonio Glasgow from the outside. Antonio been making big shots all year. You know, he's a young guy, but he's used to taking these shots, and we're just proud of him. Just step makes some great plays. Coach, what do you take away from this game to get prepared for the second round? Uh, just got to stay focused. You know, all year, we've just been maintaining, just staying focused. You know, uh, we're looking forward to a great team, Simeon. You know, they're the best in the state. We're just going to go in there and make it a fight. We're going to play Corliss basketball. You guys have some great fans out here. What do you want to say? Corliss Trojan fans. Just want to say thank you to all the Trojan nations and everybody that's loyal to Corliss, and God bless. Thank you, Correct. Right. Thanks. High School Holla. I'm joined with one of our shining stars of the game, none other than George Condit of the Corliss Trojan. George, great game for you, man, in the second half. Thank you, thank you. Main goal in the second half was just come out and play harder. Talk about what you guys did in the first half versus the second half. What was different? In the first half, we wasn't playing as hard, man. We wasn't going, we wasn't playing cordless basketball. Uh, second half, we picked it up a lot, man. We uh, knocked down shots, played defense. Defense is the main thing that we got to do, man. Against North Lawndale, a good team like that, it's all about defense. Do you consider yourselves underdogs? Nobody's giving you the proper respect that you guys deserve. You're 18 and 3 coming into this. I don't see us as an underdog. They can say we're underdog. I don't see us as an underdog. You guys got the next round. What do you guys' mindset going into that one? Hey, whoever steps in front of us, no matter who it is, we got to play hard. What do you tell these Corliss fans that came out here today and packed out North Lawndale Gym for you? I appreciate every last one of them for coming out, and uh, let's go get this W on Thursday. George, how good is this team? You'll see us in state. Congratulations, George. Thank you. High School Holla. Join now with a key part of that. Kobe map and Kobe, great game for you, man. How do you feel about this big win? Man, I feel so good, man. Uh, we be pinning the work at 6 a.m., and it really paid off for us. Talk about your mindset coming into this ball game, having our first round game on the road. Hey, that's tough. That's tough. But we was um, mentally prepared for it, and we just came out here and played hard with all our energy. You guys were down by four at the half. Where did Coach tell you guys in the locker room? He told us it's a whole new ball game. He told us it's 0-0. Anybody can win this game. What was the difference coming out at the halftime for you guys? We made plays. We hit free throws, played solid on defense. You guys got a second round game. Many of people are saying that you're going to face Simeon. How do you feel about that? We can win on any, any given Sunday. We're just going to come out and play hard. We don't care who we play. How good is this Coalless Chosen team? Very good. People don't know we good. People underestimate us, but we still just going to come out, play hard, and get the W. Talk about how these fans came out on the road with you guys, packed out North Lawndale Gym to cheer the Trojans on the victory. What do you want to say to the Trojan fans? Hey, I love our fan base, man. They come out every game. If it's a weak game, good game, they still going to come out every game for us just to support us because they know who we is and what we do. Kobe, congratulations. You're one of our the stars of the game, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the H2S2 High School Hollers Game of the Week. The boys' first round, Public League City playoffs, and a tight game here in North Lawndale High School. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Phoenix, Lewis Thorpe. Coach Thorpe, tough loss down to the wire. Yeah, it was a tough loss. I thought it came down to our star and their star, and their star won the battle. And that's what win games at the end, these close games, them stars. Coach, you had a sizable lead for a good part of the fourth quarter. Where did you think the team and let it get back to the Trojan? I thought it was too much gambling. And it was something we went over at halftime. We don't need to gamble. Just play them straight up. I thought we gambled too much looking for a trap in areas that we don't normally trap. So I thought we kind of got a little desperate in areas. 
you have a tough loss like this, where'd you go in the locker room and share with your team? Well, I told them it just got to put in the rear view. And we can't think about it now. It's over. Let's build on it. Let's try to take the positives from the game and uh, take a few days off and come back in and, and practice hard. Be ready for state playoffs. And what did you necessarily take away from this game that you'll work on to prepare for the state playoff? Uh, lineup change. There were some guys that we didn't have. One of our guards, our big guard, had a concussion, so we didn't have it. Out. So the rotation was really thrown off. So certain guys I was expecting to step up to just wasn't able to do it. Coach, good luck to you in the state. Thank you very much. High School Holla. Now, the Corliss Trojans will go into a second-round game on Thursday night to take on the Simeon Wolverines. We'll tell you about that in a moment. While the North Londale Phoenix, as you heard Coach Thorpe mention, they go off and get ready for state playoffs. Now, here's how everything breaks down in the first two rounds of games played this week in the Public League Boys Basketball City Championship, which sets up for next week's quarterfinals Elite Eight matchups. Now, the first round round was played on Tuesday or defeated Foreman 73 to 42 Lane over Harlan 48 to 40 the Farragut Admirals over the Western House Warriors 65 to 50 Bogan Bengals over the Julian Jaguars Battle of the Cats Bogan was victorious in that one 71 to 58 Curry Condors over the Hubbard Greyhounds 88 to 32 Urban Prep Inglewood over the Marshall Commandos 62-57. Kenwood Broncos over the Mighty Men of Dunbar 70-59. Lincoln Park over Collins 68-50. Simeon Wolverines over the Longwood Panthers 114-65. Hyde Park Thunderbirds over the Brooks Eagles 80-62. Uplift over the Peyton Grizzlies 75-63. Whitney Young over Clark 82-54. Vocational old school people. CVS over Crane 70 to 58. Some are saying that was an upset of the first round. Cross over Von Steuben 66 to 57. And Morgan Park over the King Jaguars 98 to 54. Now the second round of games were played this past Thursday. And Orr took on Lane, and they were winners 72 to 51. Bogan over the Admirals of Farragut 64 to 44. Curry over Uplift Inglewood 57 to 49. The Kenwood Broncos over Lincoln Park, 57-42. Simeon took on Corliss, and they won by 30, 81-51. Uplift over High Park, 92-78. Whitney Young defeated the CVS Cavaliers or the Chicago Vocational Cavaliers, 88-79. The Morgan Park Mustangs over Prosser, 86-71. Now, the quarterfinal games will take place next Tuesday, February the 13th. And you can go to either one of these four sites and see a great ball game. The Bogan Bengals take on the Orr Spartans at Orr. Kenwood Broncos travel over to Curie to take on the Condors. Uplift comes and visits Simeon at Simeon. And the Morgan Park Mustangs travel down to see the Dolphins of Whitney Young. Those are your four Elite Eight matchups for next Tuesday's quarterfinals, February the 13th. They're going to be at Orr, at Curie, at Simeon, and also at Whitney Young's. Four great games. Up next, the H2S2 Show Diva Sports segment. We talk with coaches who have teams and girls competing for honors and the Public League City Girls Bowling Championship. So stay with us. It's the H2S2 Show. With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our Cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? 
it can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. School Holla. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show and our Diva Sports segment brought to you by our friends at CP Travel Squad. For the best in cruises, resort vacations, or to book a vacation with an unforgettable experience, call Monera at 312-371-5985. You can also check out other great deals on Facebook at CP Travel Squad the official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports segment, where we always like to tell our girls, keep your heads, heels, and standards high. This segment is dedicated to everything girl sports because we want to tell you how Chi-Town girl athletes rock. That's right, and this week, the best girls, teams, and bowlers in the public league took the Bluebird Lanes on the city's southwest side this past Wednesday to compete for both individual and team honors in the Public League Girls Bowling City Championship. These city championships, if you can remember our coverage of the boys, are exactly the same and were just as competitive too. Those competing for city championship would bowl three games and averaging out the highest average. Those persons would win city championship and top honors as the top bowler in the public league for girls bowling. We walked the lanes talking to coaches about their teams and their bowlers and even caught up with a few after the games who talked about how great this experience is competing for a city championship. Take a listen. School Steven Spoon Ramsey here at the Girls Bowling City Championships. I'm joined now with the head coach of Oregon Park, David Ford. Talk about the tremendous opportunity it is for your lady must to bowl and compete for a city championship. Well, this is absolutely uh, wonderful, wonderful, especially for the girls. They did a lot of hard work in. They was underdog last year, and we pulled it out. And so now we're going to come here again. We're the underdogs again this year. We're going to surprise the world, shock the world again, and we're going to be back-to-back champions. Tell us about a couple of these young bowlers you have on this squad. Sure. Uh, leading off is Adrian. Uh, she's our super sophomore. Have a lot of skill. Have a lot of time. She's a 200 bowler. And hanging on our team is Bria Westby. She's a senior. Uh, has a full ride scholarship on the college. And she's our anchor. And she's our heart and soul of our team. High school holler. Join now with the head coach of Northside College Prep, Marvin White. Talk about this opportunity for your girls to bowl for a city championship. Well, first of all, you know, I want to thank God for this moment. But it's exciting. It uh, gives the girls uh, an, an opportunity to grow mentally, physically. It's just exciting for them. We were here last year. We, we finished six, so we're we looking to just do a little bit better. And uh, eventually, uh, we're going to bring something home to uh, Northside College Prep. That's right. And tell us about a, a couple of these young bowlers on your squad. Well, well, fortunately, uh, we caught them. I, I got them at a good time, you know, coming in uh, as freshmen. Uh, so, so I got a young team. I got a, a, a sophomore-based team. So uh, we make noise right now and uh you you'll hear us you'll hear us high school holla join with the head coach of Gwendolyn Brook Kelly Williams talk about this great opportunity it is for your girls team to compete for a city championship well I think they've worked really really hard I think that they deserve to to make it further than just here my two seniors they put in a lot of time and I think that this is a great opportunity to be shown that they can they can actually bowl. Tell us about a few of your young bowlers here in your squad. And my high average is, is Chloe Jones, and she's a senior. I have Paige Greer. She's also a senior. They've always been 
our anchor. So they're the seasoned ones. They actually help out with the others that are sophomores and freshmen. I think that they're very good. They're very good and they're, they're leaders. High School Holla. I'm joined now with Blake. You're with Kenwood Academy, right? That's correct. Talk about how great of an experience this is for you and your girls to be competing for a city championship. I think it's a really big accomplishment for the girls. I'm hoping that they do the best that they can to try to bring their city championship back to Kenwood. I just told them to do their best and let's try to do what we can. Tell us about a few of your bowlers on this Kenwood Lady Bronco team. We have a couple of strong bowlers. One, the strongest bowler we have is Kaya Gray, who's a junior this year. So that's the one that's going down as an individual to the state competition. So I told her to do her best tonight and try to get me that 650 as a total pin count. I'm joined now with the top bowler, Kaya Gray, and Kaya from Kenwood Academy. How does it feel? You the top bowler of the whole city championship. Well, it feels good. I've been working hard, and I see my hard work playing off, so it's great. What will you take away from this experience? Definitely my ethic, my hard work, and keeping my head in the game, because that is something I struggle with, talking and having fun, but I also need to stay focused. What's next for you? Hopefully stay. Well, I want to talk to Mom. Mom, how you feel about the way Kaya performed today? I'm very proud of her. She's been working very hard all season long, so all I can say is um, congratulations. Congratulations from us to you, the Public League's best in bowling. Thank you. High School Holla. I'm joined now with one of the coaches whose team is competing for a city championship, Coach Pope of Limblue Math and Science Academy. Coach, how great of an opportunity is this for your Lady Eagles to compete for a city championship? Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. We didn't win it last year, but, you know, they worked hard to get back to this point this year. So we're going to go down fighting today. There's a lot of great teams here. we got to bring our best game today. And, Coach, tell us uh, about a few of your Lady Eagle bowlers. I got a good bunch of girls overall. You know, I think I got five of the top players in the city. So, you know, all of them bring something different to the table. I'm, I'm pleased to coach them. Very pleased to coach the team. High School Holla. Now with the head coach of TAP, John McKinney. Talk about how great of an opportunity this is for your young ladies to compete for a city championship in both. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very enjoyable. These girls put in a lot of work, a lot of time. We start uh, in early November, and we bowl every weekend at tournaments across the state. We're practicing two or three times a week. These girls are extremely committed. It's, it's great to be able to bowl against a team like Lynn Bloom and Morgan Park that we watch their scores all year long, and, and they're good. We'd love to be able to get to their level. Tell us about a few of these Lady Eagles on your TAF bowling team. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I've got a couple of them that have been bowling since they were little girls. Gabby Atlas, my anchor, and Alina Pagan, my number four bowler, have uh, both been bowling since probably they were in diapers. My other four girls, I'm, I'm very fortunate that they're committed girls and that they just put in the time. And most of them started as freshmen, even though they're only juniors. So this is their third year of bowling, and they've made huge, huge advances. High School Holla. Join now with the head coach of Von Steuben Coach. Liz Burnside, yes. Hi, it's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Talk about this great opportunity experience it is for these Lady Panthers to be bowling for a city championship. They are a wonderful group of young women. They've made huge strides this year in terms of team cohesion and overall improvement. They're, they've been amazing and uh, it's my privilege to coach them actually. They love, they love to participate in a sport. They feel more confident and more competent and strong from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. It's done wonderful things for their leadership skills, teamwork skills, um, ability to cope when things are not always perfect and those kind of things. It's a wonderful group of young women and it's wonderful fun to coach them. High School Holla. Now with the head coach of the Westinghouse Warrior, Coach Briggs. Talk about this tremendous experience for two of your bowlers who are competing for an individual city championship. Actually, I have uh, one girl, this is her first year bowling, so she's done excellent being a beginner, uh, La Paris Lawson, so they're really excited about this. Uh, she's a junior, so she's looking forward to next season also. And I have one that's a senior, uh, Electra Jones. She's uh, a veteran. She's bowled for two years in club league. But this is my first year coaching them. So it has been a wonderful experience for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'll be here a while. <laughs> I got to say congratulations. We understand that you are the coach of the year in your conference. Talk, talk about how that feels. You saying this is your first year and already that accolade. I was shocked. 
<laughs> you know, I was just shocked, but I love to bowl. I bowl five times a week, and I love kids. So, and when they're enjoying themselves, we enjoy ourselves. So, it, it, it's really great. High School Holler. I'm joined now with the coach from Admonson, Coach Eddie Rosari. And, Coach, talk about this great experience for your bowlers to compete for a city title. They have a great experience. Myself, I did this for uh, 20-something years, so I've been coaching for 23 years. This is my first year coaching with them, and this is their second time advancing to this program. Tell us about the young ladies who are representing Admonson. Uh, senior, pretty good, you know, and approach and everything. So listening, that's the problem. The problem is listening. <laughs> and uh, the sophomore, uh, she's, she could get better for next year. So, and that's what that's my goal. <laughs> High school holla. Now with the coach from Curry, Coach Macias. And coach, talk about this great opportunity for your bowler to compete for a city championship. It's a great opportunity because our school hasn't been represented in a while and our bowler is actually a freshman. So she's pretty much competing with juniors and seniors and representing our school really well. Uh, hopefully she can pick it up after the first game, but she's in the mix. Hopefully she can continue through and uh, be one of those top three bowlers. Tell us about this young lady, Condor from Kiri. Angelica Perez is her freshman year. Um, it's my first year having her, so it was a, a treat for our team. She uh, pulls up on top because last year we didn't get represented well, but she came along, um, represented our school well. Strong bowler, IB student. She's putting in her academic work in and as well in the bowling, so hopefully she'll continue on for the next couple, three years here. Angelica Perez, freshman for Curie High School. What was it like competing for a city championship today? It was great because I got to go up against juniors and seniors, being one the only few freshmen. What would you like to say to the Condor family about your experience here at the City Championship? Go Condors! High School Holla! I'm joined now with a coach from Hubbard, the Lady Greyhounds. Uh, my name is Virginia Garcia. And Coach Garcia, talk about the great opportunity this is for your young ladies bowl as City Champion. This is our first time going this far. We actually won our conference coach of the year, regular season, so it's very interesting. It's a new experience for, for us and the players. Tell us about this young bowler from Hubbard. Uh, she's been bowling with me for three years. She's a senior, which I'm going to be losing her now. Very good bowler. It's a great experience for her, too. And Coach, congratulations on being Coach of the Year. How does it feel? It feels awesome. I was like, wait, they're calling me? No, something's wrong here. <laughs> but it's good. It's a good feeling. My name's Angelica Sanchez. I'm from Hubbard High School. I'm a senior. And talk about your experience today competing for a city championship. Uh, it was really fun. Today was, well, my team didn't make it, but I did. I did pretty good. And what would you like to tell the Hubbard Lady Greyhound and the Greyhound family out there? Hope? Oh, that. I hope they make it next year. High School Holla. I'm joined now with, hi, I'm Louis from uh, Waterpain. I'm representing Hannah and Vanessa. Uh, we're in the top lead right now, so hopefully for game one, hopefully we're going to continue and hopefully we take number one spot home this year. Hey, talk about how great of an experience this is for your young bowler. Oh, they're, they're loving it. They're having a good time. They're looking forward to it all the time, every day, every week, and they look like smiling their faces. That's what I like. Well, tell us about these young bowlers from Walter Payton. Uh, these young bowlers are amazing. They are amazing, but school is uh, tough with them. But they did their best, and they come out to compete, and they hopefully they could, could continue forever down the line. High school holler. I'm joined now with the coach from Good. Terrence McLaren. Talk about this great opportunity experience it is for one of your bowlers to compete on a city championship level. That's uh, a great experience. I got one individual here today. She's just a sophomore, so I'm proud to have a sophomore competing already at the championship level. Now tell us a little bit more about this sophomore. What's her name? Uh, her name is Shina Hawkins, and she's our captain. She started, this is our second year with a bowling team, so our first year she came out as a freshman at DOL as well and every year she coming out and helping our teammates to grind and her hard work is paid off to see in the uh, city championship. High school holla. I'm joined now with the coach from Chaz, Lady Cyclones. Ashley Dowdy. You have a couple of bowlers competing for an individual championship. What a great experience is this for them? I think it's the experience that counts. They came a long way throughout the whole season. They worked hard, put in a lot of practice, and they know they have the skill levels to do what they want to do, but they have to get that beast mode mindset. Like, it's game time right now. So that's what I'm trying to instill in them. And tell us about these young ladies that's bowling, representing the Lady Cyclones. Samantha Bow and 
Adina Bills. They both are juniors, so they got one more year. Um, this is the second year on the team for both of them. Samantha, when she first started, she had some skill level. I just had to bring it out of her, and Adina started completely fresh. Didn't know how to bowl at all. So, we working on it. High School Holla. And I'm joined with Coach Katz from South Shore. And Coach, talk about this great and awesome experience this is for your bowling. It's especially great and awesome because she's a freshman. Started off the season only bowling 80s, 70s, um, picked herself up to 135s, 160s, 185s by the end of the season. So for her, it's amazing because she's kind of passed everybody on the team and now everybody's trying to follow. So kind of really cool. Well, tell us about this young lady child. Jamila Griffin is her name and she's, she's very tenacious driven, kind of I'm ready to get out there and do her thing, kind of girl. Jimmy LeGriffin, freshman, Belcher International College prep. What was it like competing for a city championship? It was kind of cool because it's like, I didn't think I was going to make it this far because it's my first year. And I know I was going to push myself to the limit that I did, so it was pretty cool. And what would you take away from this experience? I can take away like a lot of stuff from this. I like I learned from different people, I met new friends. Like It was just all in all, it was a good experience. And what would you like to tell the South Shore family about your experience? Go Tars. All right, thank you. Thank you. High School Holla. I'm joined now with my Coach Jones from Foreman High School. All right, and Coach Jones, talk about this great experience it is for Foreman to be represented at the Girls Bowling City Championship. Well, actually, it's really great for me. I've been coaching now for over five years. Uh, I've been at the school for six, and I started off with my son, and this year I actually made it all the way to the championship with my girls. I've been coaching girls for three years. I was coaching boys before that. Now tell us about the young lady who's representing Foreman. Well, her name's Mado Estabaugh, and Mado has really determined seniors. She just started on the team this year um, for her first season. She's become really determined each year, each day, and she's trying to make it even better. So she just looks at her score, see what it is, and try to do even better. High School Holla. Now, as I walk the lanes talking to several different coaches, I found out much more about these championship matches I didn't realize before during the boys series. Although many of the bowlers may have competed in team competition, their bowling averages also counted towards individual honors, which were recognized during an awards presentation directly after the championship matches. And here were the top 10 bowlers in these Public League Girl Bowling City Championship competition. At number 10, a junior out of Taft High School, Gianna Adriachi, at a senior coming in at number 9 out of Limbloom, Sierra Morton, a senior out of Peyton, number 8, Vanessa Tran, a senior out of Morgan Park, a Lady Mustang, number 7, Bria Wesby, a sophomore out of Morgan Park, number 6, Adrian Polono, a senior, another one out of Tab, number 5, Elena Pagan. She's the sister to Christian Pagan, who almost bowled a near-perfect game at the boys' championship. Coming in at number four, three, and two, all seniors out of Limbloom, Brianna Johnson, Crystal Brewer, and Janae Bradford. And the number one bowler, top bowler, individual honors go to Junior out of Kenwood Academy, Kaya Gray. She came in at number one. Those were the top individual bowlers. Now here's how the teams finished in the competition for the city championship. At number eight, Von Steuben. At number seven, Lane Tech. Coming in at number six, it was the Brooks Lady Eagles. At number five, Kenwood Lady Broncos. At number four, Northside Prep. At number three, Morgan Park, the Lady Mustangs. At number two, Taft Lady Eagles. And your Public League Girls City Champions are the Lady Eagles of Limbloom Math and Science. Here's the Public League Coach of the Year, Coach William Pope. And seniors Brianna Johnson, Janae Bradford, and Crystal Brewer are winning the Public League Girls Bowling Championship. High School Holla. Here it comes. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show at the Public League Girls Bowling Championship. They've ended, and we have the champion of girls bowling. We're going to call them the Queens of the Lane from Limbloom, Lady Eagles Bowling. Coach Pope, what a great feeling to be city champion. Oh, it's an outstanding feeling, and for these three girls to finish in the top four is just fitting because they've been with me for the three years I've been at Limbloom. It's only fitting that they are standing here as champions again. 
And when you talk about the entire season, these three seniors and what they've done, along with the others on the team, how has this season been for you guys? Oh, it's been great. You know, the girls have been working hard. We fell short last year at the championship, and they came back this year even stronger than they did last year. So I'm, I'm very proud of them. We still got work to do Saturday, but for today, we're going to enjoy this. All right, let's introduce you to the three fabulous seniors with... My name's Brianna Johnson. Hi, I'm Janae Bradford. I'm a senior. And I'm Crystal Brewer. And let's start with you, Crystal. Talk about this experience. How was it for you competing for a city championship and winning it? Actually, it was very great. Last year, we had a rough city championship, but this year we brought it back, even though we lost a couple players. And I think we did really good as a team and kept a good attitude. And what was the mindset coming into this one? Um, we wanted to stay relaxed. We keep a positive mindset, like Crystal said, because sometimes we can get a little worked up, but we all kept our energy high and just stayed positive throughout all three games, and that really helped us. And in preparation to compete on a city level, was it hard to prepare for this moment? I'm just glad that we because <laughs> we put in a lot of hard work and it's good we work together as a team. What do you want to tell the Limblue Math and Science Academy on this great achievement who supported you all season long? What do you want to say to them? So, so. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We are here. We might not be big like basketball or baseball, but we are here. Thank you for the ones who have supported us. I really appreciate it and I'm glad that I brought home seven awards to you guys. Yeah, we appreciate all the support, even though we don't get as much attention, but it's very great that we can keep this tradition going. Coach, what would you like to say to the Lim Bloom family? Well, I would like to thank all the parents and, and family that come out and support us every week. We couldn't do it without them. Just thankful for the um, staff and faculty at Lim Bloom for their support, you know, getting us whatever we need. All I can say is who to one time. All right, and there you have it, Queens of the Lane from Lim Bloom Math and Science Academy. Congratulations. Congratulations, Divas. You deserve it. Thank you so much for this. High School Holla. Congrats to Coach William Pope and the Lady Eagles of Limbloom for winning the Public League Girls Bowling Championship. And did you check out Janae? You heard her? We are here. We may not be as big as football, basketball, or baseball, but we are here. Girl power. You go, girl. Now check this out. This is for all of my student sports fans out there. If you're listening and aren't a student athlete and want to find fun way to get closer to the game, you can do so by becoming a member of the H2S2 reporting crew. As a member of the H2S2 reporting crew, you can report on all your school's athletic events and have it aired on air with me every Saturday. Go grab a pen and a paper. Here's the details on how you can be a part of the H2S2 reporting crew. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line type i want to join the h2s2 reporting crew and in 100 words or less tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent every email will be reviewed so don't hesitate or wait here's the chance to join the h2s2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next tune in every saturday to the high school holla sports show high school holla no one can do it better no one, no one can do it better. No one can do it better. Oh, brother, you way too kind. Way too kind. You know, I don't really consider myself a poet. I put a couple of rhymes together throughout the show, you know, to let it flow. But, man, thank you. And we want to thank you for sharing another Saturday with us. Before we let you go, we want to let you know about a few things coming up. The Public League Boys Basketball City Playoffs Quarterfinals Elite Eight are scheduled for Tuesday, February the 13th, taking place at Orr, Curie, Simeon, and Whitney Young High Schools, followed by the Final Four next Friday, February the 16th, and the championship game next Sunday, February.
February the 18th. Both games are at Chicago State University. We have something for all of the divas interested in being a wrestler. It's the first ladies wrestling club for CPS students called Beat the Streets Wrestling Club for Girls. It's starting February the 26th at Dunbar High School. Initial cost is $15. For more information, you can contact Lloyd Jimenez at 773-936-7337. We'll see if the future WWE diva of wrestling comes out of the Beat the Streets Wrestling Club for Girls. An awesome thing in the city. It's basketball season still. And we want to remind you that an opportunity to get some extra exposure at the 8th Annual Illinois Unsigned Senior Junior Exposure for the class of 2018 and 2019 boys varsity level. They suggest early registration. The camp is limited to 120 players with exposure to 325 college coaches that have been invited from D2, D3, NAIA, and Juke. Coast Schools. Deadline to register is Friday, March the 9th. For more information on this, contact the camp's director, Coach Terry Head from Michelle Clark High School at 312-501-7287. We'd like to say a special thanks, as always, to all the coaches who took the time to join us this week. Coach Lewis Thorpe of North Londale, Harvey Jones of Corliss, and all of the girl bowling coaches at the Public League City Championships. Also to our shining stars of the games and bowling, seniors Janae Bradford, Crystal Brewer, and Brianna Johnson from Limbloom. In basketball, seniors the big fella, George Condit, and Kobe Mapp, our ballers from Corliss. Thank you to all of the show partners and segment sponsors who make it all possible for us to bring you the best show covering high school sports in the city of Chicago. You heard the man. No one can do it better. We look to hear from you on our social media. Holler at us at Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Make sure you follow us on all of the social media. Look us up at Urban Fieldhouse. And if you're on Facebook, give us a thumbs up on our show page, the High School Holler Sports Show. Remember, you can always listen to the post of this broadcast along with many other past shows and segments on our website www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com you can subscribe to us on iTunes through our podcast and follow us on SoundCloud just search for us under Urban Fieldhouse Media young people quote for this week is ability is what you're capable of doing motivation determines what you do attitude determines how well you do it Holla back next week, and let's do it again next Saturday. Family, as always, you know God loves you, and we do too. Until next week, I'll holla! No one can do it better. High School Holla.